Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast, bringing you uh, Oreo jumping in front of the camera, apparently. My goodness. So what we're doing tonight is we are going to be reviewing last night's AAW. Let me flip it over here. Make sure I'm starting at the right point. <laughs> United We Stand. That was live on Fight TV. But I'm not alone, folks. I am not alone. Joining me from the road, if you will. Trent. It's dark. It's dark, Jay Bone. It's very dark. <laughs> I mean, it's at night. I got the phone in a holster. I'm trying to pay attention. I'll put a little light on here. Uh, if you can't really see that much, but I get, you can hear me though. <laughs> hear I can, me. I can certainly hear you. I, I see part of a face, and it looks like you got R two D two above you. Not R two D two, but I don't know what you're seeing. Maybe he is above me, but I, there's definitely I see, not R two D two above me. It lo looks like two little robot eyes above your head. <laughs> oh, this right here? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. It does. That's so weird. <laughs> Well, yeah, they, I was on the road, Jay Bowen. I was not from you, actually, near the Wisconsin border. But, nice. uh, but I should I should have just come over and done the podcast at that point. Should've oh, that would have been a blast. For, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, cool. we're talking, talking United We Stand, I understand. Yes, yes, which you were live on commentary last night. Uh, it, it's, you sounded great with Tyler Voles. I mean, you, you really did. I was, I was really kind of wondering, I mean, I had no doubt that you were going to do well, but I was really curious because last time you worked with, um, what's the guy's name again? I worked Joe, with uh, Joe Dumb Dombrowski. Yep. Joe Dombrowski. That's it. Yes. And, uh, he's, and he's got a great commentary voice and, and Tyler, is a great voice too, but he's more, he's more of the color guy, if you will, you know? So it was going to be really interesting to see, you know, how this went, but you guys bounced off each other just fine. It, it sounded great. You know, he was a great lead. Yeah, so what was funny was, yeah, I, I fed off. What was funny was like, so we taped the Alive matches, like Alive is our weekly show that airs on Twitch every week. Right. And which I think has moved. Oh, I'm I'm losing you, bro. Hey, Trent, I'm losing you. Yeah, you're cutting uh, out real. You're cutting out real bad. Are you Are you close to home, or you still got a ways to go? Oh, I, I'm I'm losing a bad now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I lost him. All right, um, we'll we'll try to get them back. We'll try to get them back. You know that's that's how it is on the road. And I think there's uh there's storms down there right now, possibly down around 
Chi-Town, at least earlier, it looked like there was going to be some kind of uh, storms in northern Illinois. So, all right, we'll we'll, we'll try to get it back. But uh, let's let's start talking about this. Um, last night, folks, if you didn't watch this, you are seriously missing out on one of the top indies in the nation. Twelve bucks, folks. Twelve bucks. Seriously, that's you know what couple cups of couple cups of coffee at some you know expensive coffee joint um so uh like i said this was last night united we stand oh and oreo's joining me too she's uh she wants all the attention because it's all about her of course so this event started out here with uh jay christ uh, going against uh, one of the up-and-comers in this company who is actually undefeated right now, and that's Schaff. And Schaff's just been mowing through people lately. But Jake, uh, being the veteran, in-ring veteran that he is, uh, he was not going to go down quietly. He put up a hell of a fight but he, uh, he he was not successful. Shaft did get the win here. And he beat uh, Jake Chris with uh, DD214. And that's his, his version of like a, a DDT, I believe. Um, great match, though. Great to see Jake. Uh, you know, seeing as we don't, we don't see him uh, anymore. And we haven't seen him for quite a while, actually. You know, since uh, the debacle and everything that happened. Uh, last year at Impact Wrestling, but he has really, really uh, improved his um, just just his whole physique, and he looks like a million bucks. He really does. I, I really hope and pray that someone picks him up or that he ends up back in uh, – impact wrestling someday you know uh wherever he goes you know and whatever happens with him i'm certainly gonna keep following his journey because he is one to watch but shaft man the power of shaft came through here and uh he he beat uh he beat jay christ next we've got uh ace perry another up-and-comer in this in this company who really stands out. He really does. He reminds me of, say, like a young HBK or a young Dolph Ziggler. A real standout guy. He really does. He went up against the legendary Laredo Kid. And I've seen him on and off throughout the years, and I had to look it up. I was like, wow, wh where's he all been? I guess he did a... He had a tryout in WWE and um, had a, a like a match on TV a uh, handful of years ago. He spent some time in TNA, uh, and he's currently working in uh, AAA, I believe. But uh, but he's been all over the place, and um, but yeah, he had a hell of a match here with Ace Perry and. I've seen Ace Perry uh, probably less than a handful of times, and I've been kind of paying attention to him, but this one really, really caught my eye. Ace Perry is absolutely going to be one to watch in this company 
going forward. Uh, and Laredo kid isn't one that's like always there. It's he's it's been a few months, I believe they said since he's been around. But they bring him in for like the bigger shows here and there, uh, as a as an attraction, you know, because he is he's an amazing lucha libre star in the ring. But but Ace Perry, man, he really gave it to him, and of course he's uh, at ringside with uh, at ringside joining him, I should say, was Xavier Walker. And I tell you. Uh, Trent just losing his mind with how tall um, Xavier Walker looks. He's like 6'7", 6'8", 270 pounds, just a monster of a dude. But he dresses flashy, so it's kind of weird. It's it's almost like uh, it's almost like when Kevin Nash was uh, Dressing flashy when he was uh, what Vinny Vegas or whatever that was, uh, similar but different. You, you get what I mean, you know. So, um, but yeah, great match between these two. Laredo Kid does beat him though. Well, hello, Oreo. Here, you want to say hello to everyone? Say hello. Say hello. Hi. Okay, go back up here. There you go. Perfect. Stay there. There you go. Just curl up. Good girl. There you go. She's getting all rambunctious. All right. Oh, he's back. We're going to try this again, folks. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. I was in the middle of nowhere. I turned off the highway in the middle of nowhere, and I lost all my, like, data and shit. So, like, now okay. I'm, I'm, back by, I'm back by civilization now. She's... <laughs> I'm going to park in a grocery store parking lot and then do a few minutes with you here. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But uh, yeah, all right. So you were telling me I was just in a, uh, going into the uh, <clears throat> the third match here. But you were talking about commentary with Tyler Voles before I lost you. Oh yeah, let me just wrap that up. So Tyler's great. Like Tyler used to be the voice of uh, a company called Dreamwave Wrestling in LaSalle, Illinois, and we basically bought out Dreamwave and. Uh, a couple of years back, and we were running in LaSalle, Illinois, and that's how we got Tyler. We absorbed Tyler from Dreamwave. Oh, and okay. He became the lead guy for us after that, and um, and he's been the voice for a while. Joe is fairly new to us. Joe, um, you know, Joe's done Ring of Honor. You know, he's a he's a very accomplished, accomplished uh, and well seasoned. Uh, you know, commentators. So Joe's awesome, and but Tyler, yeah, Tyler's and he he puts a ton of content up on YouTube too. Oh, Joe's fantastic. He's a historian. You know, let me put this up here. There you Joe's, go. Yeah, Joe's a historian. So he uh, he also sells. Like I think he's the exclusive distributor of the um, of the Brian Pillman Memorial Show, like uh, video and DVD and stuff. So yeah, that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, so he's Joe's great, man. He and he's a machine, like on commentary, plugging away and shit. He's nuts. But but Tyler's great. Tyler's like a animated color guy, but also a play by play guy at the same time. Yeah, he was good, and it was so you two worked so organically together because there was such a feeling in that room last night. Like you said, you could you could cut the man. the the tension with a knife for some of these big time matches. Um, just getting into the next one here, 
uh, oh, I, I had a chuckle because you were uh, you were talking about how how tall uh, Xavier Walker looks. And it's gigantic, like eight seven. Yeah, like eight seven. <laughs> <laughs> close, close. Um, and I was just did getting you, in. Did you? I had a question for you though on the, on yeah. the live show, uh, on, on the on the broadcast. Did the Shaft match start off the show? Shaf and Jake Crist? Yes. So did, did they did we just go live and then Shaf and Jake Crist did a thing and then we did the intro? Is that how it ended up broadcasting? Yeah, I think that's what it was, yeah. I mean it was on purpose, it was on purpose that way, but I was like I was like, yeah, because I'm like, oh, the cold open played afterwards. And I'm like, oh, so they just kind of like just did that. Like Shaf like just murdered Jake Crist. It was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Shaf's amazing. What a big dude! Yeah, and I but I said how great uh, Jay Chris looks. He's really, dude. You know, just just redefined guy. himself during this pandemic. You even given the situation. Put that guy on TV somewhere. He's great, man. That's what I said. I said I said someone's gonna snatch him up. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, we're cool. Where'd you leave off then? Oh, I talked a little bit about Ace Perry and Laredo Kid and how good Laredo oh. Kid is. <clears throat> Ace Perry's best match, in my opinion. Yeah, I, Ace is you know he's kind of the goof, he's kind of the instigator, he's like a Stevie Richards. Yeah, but dude, he uh, incredible. Like when he needed to step up, like he stepped up, man. That was awesome. I was so impressed with that guy. Yeah, he he was. I, I kind of compared him to <clears throat> like almost like a, a young Ziggler or a young HBK. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. great, dude. Yeah. He's one to watch and he's got quite the enforcer with him. So. Yep. I see big things for him in the future. He's on a, he's, he's on a, he's on a great path. He's on the right path. Um, oh, uh, that, the Falcon arrow that he did. Uh, I don't talk a lot about you know specific moves here and there on on here, but man, the the Falcon Arrow he did on the stage to Laredo Kid, my God, dude, that looks ridiculous. You, I've never seen Ace Perry wrestle that way before. Yeah, like, that was the first. I, I he pulled out something yesterday. Like you know, it's one of those things where like I know these guys and I get to work with them backstage and when I when I produce and I'm not commentating and like. Ace is one of those guys, man, who watches every match, absorbs all the advice. It keeps thinking about how can I further this? How can I make this better and better and better and better? And look at the – if you compare the first time him and Xavier teamed up to now, I mean, it's, like, it's, 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 it's great. I mean, they keep evolving. I love it. Yeah, and, Xavier, and Xavier's uh, certainly uh, paying dividends for him too. Yeah. Because he almost pulled it off. Big Zave. Hell yeah, man. He's something. Um, and then we got the I Quit match between uh, Sky Blue and Hyon. And that one felt a little weird. It was a good match, but it felt weird. It felt weird. I, I, I'm going to agree with you. Not to, not to kind of down the problem, but something about it was abrupt at the end. Yeah, the the ending. Yeah, because Hyan was screaming like I I fucking quit, bitch, or she 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 like screamed like something like that, and I was like, 
I couldn't figure out. I'm like, I thought she, the whole thing aside, I thought she shoot got hurt. Like, I thought she was hurt. Um, and I didn't see her afterwards. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. I got, I'll have to ask the guys what happened. I'm hang on. Keep talking. I'm going to disconnect my, my car audio. I'm going to go back to just phone audio. So just keep, uh, yeah, keep, keep setting up the next one. If I, I might have to reconnect, but I'll let you know. All right. That's fine, dude. So yeah. So sky blue won a really good match against high on. I mean, they both brought it. Um, and what's what's funny about this one is uh, La Sociedad Bariqua, the, <laughs> the, the Rico the Rico brothers, brothers. The Rico end up interf- interfering and helping high on. Oh, I can I can hear myself in your oh you can yeah. <laughs> uh oh, hold on, hold on. I don't know why that is. Hang on, hang on. Pop me back in. Let's do it. Let's fix that. Pop me back in. I'm going to uh, I'm going to change it up, but yeah, go ahead and just just pop me back in. I'm going to can't, can't pop out and pop back in. Okay. All right. So, but yeah, great match though. So the the La Bar- the the La Sociedad Bariqua guys, uh, the the Ricos, they don't like being called the Ricos. Uh, they actually were ringside, and they they weren't booked, but they uh. They were at ringside. They started attacking Sky Blue. Okay, how's right. that? There he is. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, you sound better too. Nothing but a pain in my ass, those two. The Sociedad <laughs> Barico, the Ricos. Nothing yeah. but a nuisance. Nothing but a pain in my every time, every show. Nothing but a thorn in my side, a, 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 a pain in my paw, and a, and a bite on my ass is what they are. <laughs> Axel Rico, Rico de la Vega. They're from, you know, uh, one of them's around Wisconsin a lot. The uh, Rico, the longer-haired one. Okay. There, he's he's a, he's, a, he's a Wisconsinite. Like I might have to ha- have you go take care of him. Nothing but a pain in my ass. Those two. Yeah, I don't know. I I I, I don't do much local stuff around here, but I'll I'll, I'll keep an eye out. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> so. So is that, is that that's the only way they could get booked was uh, sneak up from uh, ringside, eh? <laughs> they claim they, they claim they bought a ticket. They like, well, we bought it. We bought it. I'm like, bullshit! You bought a ticket. Get out of here. Yeah, I was yelling at him from commentary. Oh, I, I could tell. Yeah, they're like, do your <laughs> job. <laughs> do your job. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so great match between Sky Blue and Hyan. Um, yeah. Hyan starts out with the sneak attack, starts it off, and really gains, and yes, yes, it was hot. Uh, gains the advantage, but then Sky Blue gets the comeback and um, makes her uh, puts her in a submission, and she she basically taps out without tapping out because she just basically screamed, "I quit!" You know. Uh, she say, you said she said I quit, bitch. I didn't catch that. Oh yeah, she was cussing. She's like, I fucking quit. Yeah. So it was. It's it. It sounded awkward. What's what even was more awkward than was the look on Sky Blue's face afterward. She looked. Yeah, yeah. I caught something. She looked really off. And and I saw the like high. Like she looked upset or something. Yeah, like high. I got a stormed out of there. It was weird. I I'm, I'm with you on that. I you know like I don't know. The, their personal business here, but yeah, that did so- seem weird to me because, like, I was like, "Huh, that's strange." 
you know? Yeah, just the look. If if you look, if you watch the replay and just look at Sky Blue's face, because it's, it's, she's supposed to be like celebrating, and then she puts her ball cap on, and then she just leaves, and it's 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 very awkward. It's I mean, great match though. I mean, you know, I like how she started it off. I thought that was a great like sneak attack. Oh or yeah, as, or as they used to say in the old commentary days, a Pearl Harbor job. I heard some story one time. Oh my god, there was something the Sandman was saying. Like, that was telling a story about how the Sandman was like setting up a match one time, and all he did is make like, make like, like a stereotypical, like cultural references to like do it. He's like, All right, I'll Pearl Harbor you. And you fucking, you know, Spanish Inquisition me. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so weird thing. I was like, what? <laughs> it's the attack of the 80s. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's funny. But no, that w- I wonder what happened between you guys and I. I'm uh, I'm going to find out. I'm going to look into it. I think something's up with that. It was a weird yeah. finish, right? I, I don't know if something, some hiccup happened during the match. So something got a little shooty or what? You know, or maybe Sky Blue's changing, or just it was just maybe her way of looking tough at the end against such an opponent. You know, maybe you know. That's, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure where she falls with that. Kind of like how, kind of like how Chris Harris always had this stern, serious Clint Eastwood look on his face. I don't know. True. Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. Who knows? <laughs> uh, then we had breaking news: August seventh. Uh, Eddie Kingston is returning at Savages and Kings. Yes. Eddie Kingston is coming back to AAW. Now, if that's not enough to order the show or to buy a ticket, I don't know what is. Now, now, do you think that was a bit of a spoiler as to what the end of the evening was going to bring? No, because he said the winner of the winner of the match. Is- well, yeah, he said he wants the winner of the match, but the name of the event is Savages and Kings. Fred yeah. Yehi is the Savage Weight. I hope uh, hope nobody gave it away. I hope you guys didn't predict anything. <laughs> well, it's just it's just when they said the name of the event, and I was like, hmm. I'm like that. Really sounds like Fred Yehi's. You know, if 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 that's the main event and Fred Yehi's champ, then it makes sense. Because if Mance Warner is still champ, then why would you name it Savages and Kings? You know, unless he takes the Savage title off of Fred Yehi because he's the Savage weight. So that to me it felt a little spoilerish. But I was. It didn't upset me. I still, you know, I still was, you know, all in. So yeah. I mean, we're looking back at it. We should have kind of left it a little more ominous. Than they yeah, did. like like announced the name of the event after. Yeah, that's on us. That's on commentary. Yeah. In all honesty, that's that. That's on commentary with that. Yeah. But but nonetheless, very excited to see uh, Eddie Kingston returning. And, yeah, me uh, too. Man, Fred Yehi versus Eddie Kingston. Shut up and take my money, dude. That that now that's a revenge match because the last time they fought was in AAW, 
and um, Fred beat him like two years ago. Okay. Mel was three years ago. Fred beat Eddie in Chicago. So that's a little bit of a payback there. Uh, You know, Eddie, he's coming. I mean, Eddie and Mance have had wars. It was, it was, it was with either one, but with the Freddie and man, Freddie and Freddie and Eddie never, never (laughs) had a, uh, never, never a rematch. I think Mance and Eddie had, I think they had two. I think they split them. So, yeah. Okay. But yeah, can't wait for that. Certainly we'll be watching that one. Uh, next, and some are going to call this uh, match of the evening, absolutely, uh, Jake something versus Josh Alexander. Well, Josh has stated today that it's like one of the best matches in like in of the year. That It's like one of his favorite matches of all time. So Josh is saying it's like one of the greatest matches you're ever going to see in North America. Like, that's it. And I agree, dude. That match was bananas. <laughs> like that was nuts. It was good. It was 15 minutes of some of the hardest hitting action I've ever seen. And like they said in the promo leading up to it, it it was it looked like a fight. You know, there wasn't any like like you said on commentary, there was no feeling out, uh, you know, no warming up to each other. You know, like okay, where is this going? No, just. You know, just forearms and fists and elbows. Just, just like, oh my god, it was not, dude. It was so brutal. I mean, two like behemoths just beating the shit out of each other. And think about that; those are yeah. two. Have they fought on Impact? The only thing I could think of was that they had a they tag match, Deaners and North. I don't remember these two having a solo on Impact. Like, I don't I, think they did. I'd have to look, but if you, Critical Stig is in here. Just uh, you know, he could even confirm that. Yeah, right. <laughs> someone, uh, someone Google that. Yeah, um, but yeah, amazing match here. Josh Alexander uh, beats him with the uh, Tiger Driver, and uh, and a one, two, three. Uh, just, just wild, just a wild, hard hitting match. Uh, both of them gave a thousand. Excuse me, thousand percent. Yeah, dude, that was nuts. I loved it. I absolutely. I think it was a show stealing match. That's a hard. That was a hard show to steal anything on. But man, that was. Oof, that was a, that was like a. I'm telling. Like, I swear, like anybody watching who didn't see the pay per view, you should order for that match is worth twelve bucks on its own. It really. Oh, is. that and the main event, absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, what's next here? The uh, tag team title match, uh, Infamy, uh, which is Joessa and uh, Dion Roosman out there with uh, Robin Steele yeah. versus the former champs. Um, well, two championship held uh, held them ago. Uh, Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Dude, and th- we love this- Ace Austin. Oh yeah, Ace Austin on any card is is a blast to watch, especially when you pair him up with a monster like Madman Fulton. Both, of course, from Impact Wrestling. Um, and I'm I'm really starting to like this uh, team of Infamy. I mean, they're really new, dude. They're only a couple at least years on in. this on at least on this scene. You know, they're only a few years in. They're they're still pretty pretty young and. They're trained by uh, Merrick Brave and and Seth Rollins, who are all 
who both of those guys are former AAW heavyweight champions and yeah. AAW tag team champions for one day, less than a day. Um, but Roosman and Joe hold the same titles that their trainers held, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, just uh, <laughs> several years later. 16 um, years. Wow, that's wild. I've been marking the uh, chat here. <laughs> says, Trent, are you in the car because you're about to rant? <laughs> no, but I uh, I was on my way somewhere. Jay invited me. Which one's Jay? Yeah. Me. I'm about to do my gro- I'm about to go, go to the grocery store, actually. It's what I'm going to do. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, Infamy takes this one, of course, with the help of uh, Robin Steele. I think one of the best uh, moves that uh, and you almost missed it. Yeah, if you blinked, you missed it. Madman Fulton put puts Robin Steele. Um, he, uh, he he drops him right on the apron. Oh my god, that was wild. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Yeah, good good tag match. I'm really uh, going to start keeping an eye on this uh, team Infamy. Those two look like they really do have some uh, some chemistry there. One's uh, watching the future in this in the the comeback of this company. Yeah, dude. Well, keep an eye on them, man. They are they are really really something to watch, man. Infamies and they're they're growing. I mean, they're still new. You know what I mean? They're a young team. They have a lot still to offer um, and learn, you know. So you're you're seeing, oh yeah, you're gonna see a team grow in front of your eyes with these guys, and they're they got the look, you know, they got the style. They just have to cultivate a bit more as they. I mean, they're, they're tag team champions pretty early in the company, so you know, take that for what it is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that was yeah. Going back to the you know them beating uh, Manders and Justice, that was that was shocking. That was shocking. Yeah. I'll call that one an upset. Um, I got you know, to rant just based on something I just saw right now. Uh-oh. I'm going to rant on Patreon. Some, little, some, some guy, it's raining here, right? Some okay. guy parks over here in front of me, and he goes up to the door that's closed. And he's like, oh, the door's closed. This guy, instead of walking 50 feet to the door over there that's open, this guy got in his car and drove over to a spot. I'm like, lazy son of a bitch. Just fucking walk over. Just walk over to the open door. You don't have to drive your car over. Because what, you got to save a couple of raindrops? Jesus. Talk about, you know, see, and that, that sounds actually like something I would do because I'm known for not doing things the easy way. Hey, Bo, just let me, ha- let me have this rant. I know this is your podcast. You, you can have it. You can have I, it. I know this is smash this podcast. <laughs> and this is the podcast of your opinion. But let me have that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have that one. It Thanks. does sound ridiculous. Thanks. Like he got even more wet for all the wrong reasons. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I'm glad it was him and not me. Yeah. yeah. I would have ranted on you. Man. Right? Like, what are you doing, J-Bone, right? Stupid son of a God. Yeah. Uh, so then, um, so Manders, who is one half of the former tag team champs, attacks Robin Steele right at the tail end of this. So we that leads right into Manders versus uh, Robin Steele. And Manders, of course, it's all about payback in this one. It's all about, uh, you know, revenge, uh, avenging, you know, the loss that they had, losing the titles, whatever you, whatever spin you want to put on it. It's all that. I did like, I did like how the match started right away. Yeah. That to me was very ECW, 
very fun. It was like, man, one ended and boom, like here's man is like, fuck you, Robin Steele. Like, oh so yeah, Robin Steele. It was all f you, f you, and fingers and just clobbering the clap uh, crap out of each other. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. What, what, uh, Robin Steele, he's like a third member of Infamy. It's kind of like a free birdie type thing they they do. Yeah. Um, but don't know. I mean, I've seen only the the one match that we had. Um, I need more out of him. You know, I want to develop him more as a producer. Like I. I've only produced, I produced an infamy promo and all he said was like his name in the promo. <laughs> so like, I need to know what, what is like, who is Robin Steele? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know the, the name's a, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like it's Rob and steel. Cause he robbed and steals, you know? Yeah. So like, it's a, I forgot if there's a term for that, but I want to know more. Like, is he known to be a thief? Is he a sneaky guy? Is he uh is he gonna, you know, robbing and stealing victories? Like, I want to know more about the uh, the character. So I got to develop it. Right now, just a dude. It's it's not going to be, uh, I don't think it's going to be Robin Hood. No, it's definitely not Robin Hood. No, no, it's more like a, it sounds, sounds like it's going to be more like a Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, yeah something <clears> like that. <throat> but I need to know a little more, right? I want to I want to hear, like, give me, give me character. You know, right. Dion's the, the, the iceberg. He's from Alaska. He's just a big you know, bear, mountain bear. Oh, the iceberg from Alaska. Okay, see, yeah, that's that, that's starting to make sense now. Yeah, Joe, Joe Ace is kind of like a Scarface type character. He usually comes out with a cigar. You know, he's a he's a he's like the mob boss type thing, and they're like this big family, like mu the muscle, the henchman, and the mob boss. And that's that's kind of what they are. But I want more out of the henchman. You know, I want to know more about what he is. Okay, it's come together now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure uh, we'll see promos from these guys in the future as far as you know who they are, what they're all about, and as they uh, you know keep these titles and <clears throat> the backstory and everything. But yeah, good match, good match. And then uh, oh, we're talking more about Robin Steele versus Manders. Just uh, just a brawl here, just crazy. It was uh, fun, Manders. Wow. Manders grabs a door, but ends up going through it himself. That's right. Um, That's right. But then he ends up putting, uh, um, he puts Robin Steele through, through another door. There was a, uh, there was a, if you, <laughs> as you get to the main too, there's a lot of doors on this show. Oh, it's all about the doors. Yeah. <laughs> From what I'm told. Uh, SGC went and found an abandoned house and just stripped all the doors out of it and brought them to AW and Mance's pickup truck. Yeah, it's, it's hence, yeah, because you said a line towards the end there said somewhere there's a very drafty house around here. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. I love that one. <clears throat> did someone turn the air on? What's going on? Um, but yeah, good, good hardcore type uh, match, and that's that's the one thing that I, I still have to get used to when it comes to watching AAW because there's no, there's like no DQs and there's no countouts, so it's kind of yeah. anything goes. You're not always going to see hardcore stuff, but it certainly isn't dis uh, disqualification stuff. Can you imagine? What our referees go through with that? 
they're like, what the fuck are we supposed to do here? Yeah, like they, oh yeah, they get they get so thrown off because they're like, man, we gotta like, there's no DQs, no disqualification, but you have to keep semblance of of structure. That that's the, that that is the one rule, right? Like the one rule is you still have to like I want the referees to still keep a semblance of structure. Like yeah, there's no DQs and and squal- or uh, countouts, but I I don't want a guy choking a guy in a corner for eight minutes either. You know what I mean? Like hey, get him right. out get the match going yeah so that's well the yeah point of that. and and the only thing that kind of threw me off <clears throat> and i know some some places like every place is different when it comes to this when and i know i'm skipping ahead here but i'll just throw this up there because it's the only thing that kind of like made me scratch my head when <clears throat> when mance warner had fred yehi in the uh figure four leg lock fred yehi went for the ropes grabbed the ropes, Mance Warner had to break it. Yep. Now, from what I've seen in the past, when you're in a cage match, the ropes don't mean shit. Absolutely. And that's something, you're right, that is something on us as a promotion, as a commentary team, as a promotion, to explain. Like, that, our hands do get tied a bit with the no DQ and no count out thing. Right. And like you get you get your hands tied, but at the same time, it's like it's like are we we enforcing at one place and not another? I, you're right though. Like come to think of it, I'm gonna call it. I'll call us out. Ropes in a cage match. When like when the hell does that mean anything? Right. You know? Well, and that's that's just one thing that I've seen places like WWE be real inconsistent with. Like one match, they'll you know in a in a, a no DQ anything goes match. They'll make you break when you hit the ropes, and then others you hit the ropes, and the refs like, "Sorry, can't do nothing about it." You know, so it's just you know. Let, it, me, ask, let me ask you this: If on commentary it's explained that rule enforcement, this is matches no DQs, no disqualification, but rule enforcement is at the referee's discretion. And that's one thing you guys did say here and there throughout. Did we? I don't remember saying it. I think we should more often. Not like not all that together, but like when stuff started getting haywire, something to the effect of either it was either you or Tyler said something about refs discretion, and and that's something that you have talked about before, you or uh, you know other commentary guys. I, I, Just, I think yeah. it would be good for us to like clarify that that hey it, we are a no DQ and no count on company, but like specific rule enforcement is at the referee's discretion as far yeah. as rope rope breaks you know chokes things like that that's referee's discretion right i think if we start saying that i think it'll cause less confusion on the, our no dq no school art and no count out rule right and then and i'm fine with the whole no dq thing because it does give a little more it, it does give it a, a more ecw kind of vibe which is very popular yeah but you just got to be careful with it you yeah. know you, you're like you, you can't have you know ta- tables ladders and chairs in every single match because then it's just like well what are we doing here yeah you know so but yeah yeah not a big deal just something i noticed and i was like huh okay all right so didn't didn't ruin my night not gonna sit here and burn your company because of it or anything so <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, next. Okay. So you guys said that the AAW 
Heritage title match is out next, but out first comes Jossie. Oh, yeah, son of a bitch, Jossie. Kick me off a commentary? <laughs> <laughs> Not a horrible thing, though, because, man, I am really becoming a fan of Jossie. I love Jossie as a he, he is some, How long has he been around? Like two years. Like The guy's so young, man. He's so You're good. kidding me. Yeah. He's like MJF level of good. He's fantastic. Jossie's a star. Jossie will be on on a television screen very quickly. I mean, he's still got a lot to brush up, you know. I mean, he's still young. Right. Still some fine tuning. You can't you cannot fast track him just yet. There's still fundamentals that he's still getting used to. Oh, sure. But, but as a as a mic guy, forget it, dude. Oh, he just he's just so matter of fact and he just oozes that confidence and charisma. Yeah. Like I you know, not everybody can go out there and say the same thing and sound like they're meaning it and sound like they belong out there. Jossie comes out there and sounds like a 10-year vet. I said something like Jossie is like charisma on legs or something. I said something along those lines uh, <laughs> afterwards. I was like, this guy is this that guy is like that guy is like <clears throat> Charisma in a human form. It's nuts. But no, he and, came out and he kicked me off a of commentary because he's got his eye on the heritage title. Right. Yeah. So I he was know. great on commentary, you know, talking about, you know, the guys. And he asked me, he's like, how do I do on commentary? And I was like, I don't know. You kicked me off. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to tell him next time after you watch the replay. Yeah. So I heard he was good. Um, and then he was keeping an eye on Myron and Hakeem, which is Rohit Raju for all your you Impact fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what's funny is uh, Hakeem kept on, you know, looking over at Jossie. And, and, and Jossie's like, hey, do your match. Good looking at me, you know. <laughs> yeah, good match, though. Those two, Myron and Hakeem have great chemistry, too. Oh, they do. They do. Um and I've heard so many people talk about uh, Myron Reed's um, uh, ring gear, but but you know, like halfway through the match, you don't even care about what he's about what he's wearing, you know, because he wears that vest. And why are so many people fixed on his ring gear? I can't figure that. So many people are like, it's it doesn't it doesn't look like it flows together. Like he had like bright pants, he had a dark shirt, and yeah. then he had that vest, and it just nothing looked like it. Like if it was all bright with the vest, yeah. or if the maybe if the vest popped, it just it's something very thrown together. Yeah, yeah, for lack of better words, yeah. You're right, very right thrown together. But then and then he ends up losing the vest part way through. Yeah, yeah uh, but. But the match itself between he and uh, Hakeem, just amazing. It just reminds me how good he is. Because a couple of years ago, all I saw him doing in Milwaukee, he had some match in Milwaukee. I forget what it was. But he was he uh, he was part of that group with um, uh, Jordan Oliver. Is that his name? Oh, yeah. What were they called? Not Young, Dumb, and Broke. Was that them, though? No. They had a different group. Jordan Oliver's got a new group, Young, Dumb, and Fucking Broke. I think that's their other group that they're in now. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, but, yeah, they, they, whatever whatever group it was in MLW, but uh, they were always protests. Oh, Injustice. Uh, Mark injustice. said it as soon as I said it. Thank you, Mark. Uh, injustice. And so they were always protesting 
something injustice towards them, you know. So they wore like the orange jail suits, and it was uh, it was funny. But yeah, um, yeah, great match between uh, Hakeem and Myron. Myron retains the uh, championship here. So uh, I don't know if we're gonna see. Uh, Jossie versus Myron Reed soon. Well, that's we'll what see. he's going for. That's what he's go- That's what that's what Jaw wants. I don't. Yeah. My personal opinion: Not only Jaw's earned the title shot yet. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. He hasn't got enough wins for me yet. So we'll see. Oh, I hear you. We'll yeah. See where he goes. I I'm not. Put it this way too, though. As a, as a as a as a producer. You know, I don't I don't want to fast track it that quickly. Yeah, I want it where he's he's vying for it for a couple of months, you know, where it's like he's got his eye, he's got his eye, and and he, Myron notices that eye, and he's like, wait a minute, hey man, you got something to say? Fucking say it to me, you know, come at me, don't don't go out commentary, come yeah. at, come at me for that, get in my face, right? So I'd like to see him, you know, just just so you, because right now, like if you don't know Jossie and he's young, a lot of people don't know him. You're gonna be like, who does this guy get a title shot? He's had he's had like one or two wins on TV, so it's like, why is this guy getting a title shot? I, I right. want mean, I want that match to mean something. That's what I, I think he's had more promos than matches, but I know I've yeah. missed a few shows too. But he's great as a promo. He, he's like he's an amazing promo. I like and listen to him talk all day. I just want his matches or his his title shot to mean something. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's it's all part of the journey, right? Yeah, I mean, it's the thing. It's like I, I, I hate fast track title matches. To me, it's like, and, and like all the companies today are notorious for this. It's like, oh hey, hey that guy, that guy breathes the same air as a champion next week on Dynamite. It's going to be fucking blah 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 versus blah blah blah. You know, it's like the hell. He just he was just breathing the same air. It's like no way, man. He was breathing it like a heel. He's gonna get that title match now, like. I don't want that, man. I want it to mean something. Stretch it out. We got time. Nobody's in a rush here. You know, nobody's in a rush. There you go. There, there's a couple of guys here just saying that you were quiet, so I just turned up your settings a little bit here. So I, 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 I can I can hear you just fine. But I think I, they're saying the chat was quiet, <clears throat> not me. And then the chat's pretty quiet. See that? Well, Mark, Mark here says Trent, you're quiet. Whatever, and, Mark. <laughs> all right go ahead yeah now you got him yelling way to go <laughs> now i'm gonna be angry now he's gonna blow my ears out um so next we've got uh we've got the pinkies versus the boop the aaw women's title match um we got allison k going after the title defended by chris statlander yeah dude a new dawn as a new dawn fucking uh it, it really is allison it's like the put it this way here's the history of the allison can aw okay she was one of the first women to compete like one i think like i mean we had early we had women valets in the early early days like the early 2000s uh then we had mischief who was a regular competitor we had we worked with shimmer for a while this is all before my time company right. with shimmer some women would do feature shimmer features we trade a couple of the girls from Shimmer here and there, but regularly, like Mischief was a regular. And then when we got ro- really kicking, like 2010, 11, we moved to Bourbon Street. Allison K debuted in 2010, 11, 11. 
and and she started then and she so like dude she's and then we had you know Heidi Ruby Ruby Soho now but Allison is one of the first women to be a regular competitor in AAW and like as we know her career is amazing and she told us she's like this is one of the few, she I mean this is a shoot she's like this is like, she's like I was here before this division existed and it's like one of the top, one of the few women's championships I haven't gotten a shot at or my hands on. She was in the wow. tournament. She was in the tournament to crown. She got out, I think, round one. She was eliminated. But, like, she never had a shot, like an actual title shot before. So, to me, and she was featured in that documentary, the AA Women documentary. To me, she is such a like an epitome of a champion. And I'm like, the, the promos you get with her, the presence you get with Allison K. Now, Statlander's over as shit, as we know. I mean, the crowd came unglued for Statlander. Right. But, but Allison is like, that's a champion. You know what I mean? That is like a, that's a fucking, like, she has a presence to her. That's something awesome. Yeah. See, now, it's, now she, so she's never been champ, you said, uh, in the company before. No. I mean, okay. the title's only been around a few years. You know, our champions have been Havoc twice, Kimberly, Kylie Ray, Chris Statlander. Uh, that's it. You know, we only had a few champions, not many. It's a new title for the most part. Wow. Well, uh, not a bad string of champs, though. No, no, we've had a good, a good string of champions. Yeah, yeah, nothing to sneeze at there. And now you got Allison K as champ. I really like this match. It took a while to get going, but I get the whole boop versus the uh, the pinkies thing. They kept I get that. It went a little long. I went a little long. I'm gonna give you that one because. I was like, all right, we get it. Like, I get, I mean, but like they were, the crowd was eating it up so much. I guess at your discretion, the crowd's really liking it. So you're like, all right, <laughs> you know, let's just roll with this. Right. And you, you, not every match can go balls out like the I Quit match or the uh, Jake something Josh Alexander match. You know, yeah. not everything can be on 10 like that. You got to have other ones that you, you know, bring it down a couple notches, have fun, let it build. Yeah. And not everything should. If everything's like that, then nothing's like that. So, right. Like yeah. it's, and that, and I've, I've been critical of that of other shows. Like when you got like commentary screaming at full volume for five matches in a row, it's like, I can't listen to that. You know, oh, it takes God. me off. Yeah. That was great. I'm, I'm I'm happy to see her win. Stat's been, you know, Stat was out for the whole year yeah. last year. But I gotta say, ever since coming back, she's given it her all. She really is a great ambassador of the company, which I really appreciate from her. Like she was a champion, we could be proud of. So I'm I'm all about Statlander. That's she's a great champ. She had a great run. Um, I mean, not the run she wanted, but she did her best. Right, a yeah. difficult run, but yeah. And she only had, I think, how many defenses? Let me see. She defended in January, February 2020. Then she was out, and then she came back last month of four, four or five defenses. That's it. She has yeah. She didn't get many. She didn't get many, but um, yeah. but that's okay. That's okay. I, I do I do like her. I think she what she did has been awesome. So. Oh yeah, for for given the year and her situation, she did as much as she could. Yeah, you know, I don't think anybody is going to knock her for for her accomplishments. Yep. So, but yeah, great match. Uh, Allison K uh, gets her to tap out, and we have a new 
AAW Women's Championship match. Um, Cable, I got ten. I got ten percent left. Just letting you know, I might die out on you, but as we go on, but we'll see what happens. Well, we're going into the main event right after this goofy little moment here. <laughs> uh, Connor Braxton, uh, the hover. I'll call him the hoverboard king. Return to AAW. To yeah. not a lot of fanfare. <laughs> I hated Connor Braxton as a fan. I was like, "Fuck this guy!" Right? Yeah. And, and then he did the hoverboard thing, and like, like six, seven years ago, that got like on ESPN, which is mind blowing. And then he like rode that wave. And I was like, this fucking guy is back. And then, well, he comes out and he declares, well, this is after the cage is set up. And Well, actually, Jim, did you discuss what opened the show, what promo opened the show to let fans know what to do if there's something in the ring that they don't like? Oh, no, I, I didn't talk about a lot of this stuff in between matches. But, yeah, well, let's, so, let's put that out there. <laughs> all right, so first promo after the first match, or it was somewhere around there, it was early in the night. Uh, Russ Jones is in the back with his manager. Now, who's his manager again? Chuck Smooth. Chuck Smooth. Great mm -hmm. name. Uh, basically talking about how he's going to be the new enforcer in uh, AAW and, and letting the fans know that whenever there is something going on that they don't like or something, someone that they don't want around, mm -hmm. that they should call him. And he'll come running, and and he'll knock them the f out, dude. He's fucking amazing. But anyway, so now we bring it, bring us to Connor Braxton. Connor, Connor Braxton, and and some fans. Now you didn't hear it. I, I'd have to listen to it again. I, I don't know if they were actually chanting it. I know there was one other time in the night that they were kind of chanting it for whatever reason, or chanting other stuff. Uh, but Russ Jones comes out and so, just annihilates Connor Braxton. There were three Russ chants all night. The first one was during the infamy and Amanda's situation because they were okay. like, fuck this. The chant for Russ. And then they chanted for Russ here. Yeah. <laughs> and then he answered. Yeah. And he murdered Connor Braxton. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's to put over the gimmick because Russ is like this new AAW enforcer, badass Punisher type character. Gatekeeper, I love it. Man. He's a gatekeeper, baby. Uh, <laughs> he is such a fucking badass. Like that dude is fucking badass. Yeah, it, it's like one of the last times I was talking about AAW. I, I and and this is all compliment, not nothing negative here. I called him the Goldberg of AAW because he's like that type of, you know, spear leave, you know, jackhammer leave, that kind of guy, you know. I get a Lakers in the chat said we all turned our back on Connor Braxton. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? He turned his back to Russ and he got that fucking knee in the back. That finisher is woo. Oh, that knee. Yeah. Now, technically, technically, because it happened in the cage, did Connor Braxton and Russ Jones have a cage match at AAW? Because the cage, it would happen right after the cage got set up. So did they technically have a cage match at AAW? We'll have to check the records. <laughs> I wonder, I, I want to know. Like, can, can Russ and Connor now say they've had a cage match? But, eh, but anyway, no, made that time. About, about a five second one. Uh, well, Mooch promo afterwards. He's like, He's like, when you absolutely, positively have to kill every motherfucker in the ring, except no fucking substitutes. <laughs> like, yeah, 
I like I like Chuck because he's this little pipsqueak dude, and he's got this giant monster who is just like he's like just you know kill him and just six yeah. him. Yeah, you know, he's great. It is. It's. Uh, I can't wait to see the the future of these two together in there. That's great stuff. So the cage is up, like we said. Uh, now we got the main event: AAW Heavyweight Championship on the line. Fred Yehai. Uh, and I've been a fan of his since uh, 2016, 2017 in Evolve. Nice. And I I always wanted to see, like, I know he was like, what, FIP champ or something like that Same at the same time or something. Yeah. But, like, it was like five people watching that at the time or whatever is what it felt like. And um, I was like, man, just put – Put between him and Ethan Page at the time, they were my favorites in um, in uh, in Evolve, and I wanted to see more from them. I'll tell you and, what, Fred's never been the guy, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's never been the guy until now. Like we made him the fucking guy, and he's really having a hell of a year. Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan now. Um, where do you think they got the idea? All of a sudden, we we feature him, and look where he ends up everywhere. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but what a match, Jay Bone. Oh my God. I I and, and that's the thing. Like you and you and Tyler are saying that we haven't seen anybody put Vance through the ringer like this ever. I'll tell you what, uh all the spots and they chatted for Russ at the end too when Infamy kind of came in to fuck with Mance a little bit. Yeah. But, um but man because Mance made that save on for Manders earlier, so it was a little payback, but Right, man, right, man. Um, it was so brutal. Like the table, the table, the door that didn't break. There was more doors in this match. Yeah, <laughs> and referee Perch, Wisconsin, Economawak, Wisconsin's own uh, referee Perch got fucking. Per- per- Perch was great. Perch he was got- great all night, man. He has so much energy. He is the greatest referee. He really is amazing, uh, and he's the nicest guy. He's like you, Jay Boys. Just a nice guy from Wisconsin. Uh, you two would be best friends immediately, but he uh, he took he took Fred's double knees to the chest. I thought he caved his chest. Now. I'm like he fucking killed Purge. Oh my god, yeah, because because uh, Mance <laughs> he, uh, he gave him the eye poke, and then uh, Mance being blind just absolutely just reamed Perch and uh, destroyed him. I was like, no, that's one hell of a ref bump. <laughs> yeah, referee Derek got taken out. Referee Jason Pemberton got thrown into the, his face first into the cage. They all got, they all took bumps. Oh, they, they all got destroyed. Yeah. yeah, it was nuts. But man, what a what a brutal match. I'm, I'm shocked. Like it was a brutal. I, you can hear my emotion on on the. On oh, the, both of you guys, yeah. And we were crazy like emotion. It. Yeah, we were losing it. Uh, yeah, Fred wins, as you know. And I'll tell you what, J Bone. I swear, I wish we caught it on tape. There were five to seven people crying in the audience when Fred when uh, Mance lost. Wow, I'm talking legitimate tears. They ran over to him even and helped him up. And Mance went around the rings. I'm sorry, sorry. Like, I, oh. I, I let you down, like, dude. It was, I mean, there were pe- there was a couple who was legitimately in tears. Yeah, I'm talking like they were. I mean, keep in mind, Mance by D Mance is the longest reigning AAW Heavyweight Champion, and I don't put the asterisk on it because he uh, he did defend it 
almost seven times, seven times during the pandemic year. So that's that's just nothing to sneeze at. No, I mean, not talking a year where nobody's running. He still found a way to defend it seven times. So I'm going to give it to to Mance, longest reigning AEW heavyweight champion. And dude, he was the hood ornament of our company for a long time. I went up to him in the back afterwards. Yeah. And he had a bloody face. I gave him a big hug and I said that I had what a run. Some of the most fun I ever had as a producer is is working with you. And I said, and not that he's leaving the company. It's more like I just was like, it's just a new chapter. Yeah, as as the champion. Yeah, I couldn't have asked for a more. I mean, I'm talking. This is a shoot. Like I'm telling everybody, like he was so proud to be our champion, and like he took so much pride in putting that belt on, talking about the company. This is the guy who set up the ring at one time. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where Mance Warner comes in. He set up the ring. He went from being a ring boy yeah. to fucking champion in one of the biggest companies in the country. Like that's something, man. That is the story's great, and I love the guy. I think Mance is wonderful. I he gave us so much content. It's so much to live with, and that'll live on forever in our archive. And I'm gonna be forever grateful to that. Yeah, he's really something else. I've been a fan of his for a few years now. I became a fan of his, of course, in MLW. And then uh, seeing some of his indie stuff here and there. And just uh, just and then me really getting into AAW now and watching his run over the last uh, couple of years in that company on and off throughout the pandemic. Um, what a crappy time to be damp. But, man, he gave it his all. You know, gave it his all. First beginning of the year before the shutdown, he gave everything towards the end. But he did some live shows at the end, and then when we came back in April. He went balls to the wall. But here's the thing, Mance. It's not like he didn't take it with him. Mance yeah. defended the title at other indies. Like he took it with him. You know, we we. we oh had, wow! Yeah, we he had the belt, and he he would defend it at other indies. Like Mance kept the title active. You know, and like he was very proud of it. We and we had our security on it. You have. As cardy as this sounds, you still have to send your people, your reps, and your people to keep an eye because you never know. You get some asshole promoter who's like, you know, take them out, pin, take their belt. That shit happens in 2021, where some wow. asshole you have to send your referee with with him because if some asshole wants to shoot and 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 start really going at and then find a way to fuck him out, what what happens? You know, you you fuck with our belt and. and it sounds ridiculous. It sounds crazy, but that can happen, and people do do, do that kind of shit. So, Jeez. but he kept it active. He kept cutting promos. He did a lot for us, man. And he's a great dude, and I love I love Mass Warner. Yeah, I, I always gonna love Mass Warner. And that guy took a great. I took. I said you're gonna take a photo with me because I said you some of my best work. I said I don't care if we're doing. I don't care if I get the heat. I said here I'm not gonna get the the, the row heat. Heat. I'm gonna get right? this is my house. <laughs> I'm gonna take a fucking picture with Mance Warner. So that's that's it, man. We went off the air, but then there was a little bit at the end. Uh, Josh Alexander and Schaff are out there watching the match. Oh yeah, they come out right at the end, and they uh, they have a stare down with Freddie Ahai as he's uh, he could barely stand, barely stand, and uh, it almost looked like he needed a little help or either help out of the ring or he uh, asked the ref to clear the ramp because he was legit banged up, whatever it was. Um, but yeah, just, just an incredible, probably the, probably my favorite Fred Yehi match. Um, 
just ridiculous and really i mean i i hope people really notice that match because man he deserves to be on tv all the freaking time he is just amazing josh looked at him and just did this because josh three. Are, yeah he's three yeah, yeah. Like, like that's it right there motherfucker and like he was like i'm getting the three-time champion only, only, was, only one three-time champion at sammy callahan and i was a little surprised to see chef out there I mean, yeah, obviously, he, he's, unde- he's undefeated, but, I mean, thing. well, you guys have that tournament coming up, so maybe that's just preliminary, like, okay, these are the people you're going to see in the tournament facing yeah. off and stuff like that. Dude, so. we have so much. Listen to what we got coming up. We got Savages and Kings in, on April, on uh, August 7th. Right. We have, we have Destination Chicago September 2nd, which is the kicking off all in all out weekend. Right. And, October, we have the Jim Lina Memorial Tournament, two night tournament at the Crown the Contender, and then we have an afternoon show on the on the afternoon of night two called Hell Hath No Fury, and it's going to be comprised of like all different talent and a whole different theme altogether. More women, um, all all on Fight TV. I absolutely suggest if you're in if you're local, come out to see it. If you're ordering it, order it on Fight TV. There's some really awesome shit coming up, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I might have to make a couple road trips before the end of the year. <laughs> I would say if you want yeah, the one to come to, because it is that two-night tournament. Because that's the tournament. tournament. You, can't, you can't go wrong with a two-night tournament. You can't. I'll, I'll come sleep in your bathtub. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I think the tournament's a couple days after my birthday. If, I think it's a Friday and Saturday. I think we celebrate. Do a little after 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 party, celebrate my birthday. Have a make a huge phenomenal weekend out of the whole thing. There you go. But that's it, man. That is United We Stand. Thank you for reviewing it. I'd like you to get uh, if you want, Jay. If you ever want to get uh, any of the, the AW folks on, let me know. I we are gonna. I am gonna bring on TNI though on on Thursday. I'm gonna bring uh, Nick Consalvo, camera guy gimmick. He's our photographer. I'm just gonna have. I'm gonna plug him. I want you guys to get. I wanted him to get over what the what the audience like we did with Basil, yeah. And and I want to, I told him I said put a little photo array together of all the impact talent you shot, and now he has Josh and Jake to show off. Yeah, those pictures are amazing. So I said show that. We'll share your screen, flip through a few pictures, and then I want all the TNI fam to follow him and the Smash fam too. If you ever want to get him on here too. Yeah, and I saw the uh, the championship pictures that he took of Allison and Fred, and they look amazing. Yeah, they Beautiful look photos. amazing. Yeah. Beautiful pictures. But yeah, that's that's it. I'll let you wrap it. I'm gonna save a little few percentage points when I go grocery shopping here. I was gonna say you're gonna have to plug that sucker in. <laughs> I, got, I got the plug here in the in the car. I got the go. little wire here, but I definitely want to keep a few points for when I go in the grocery store. Oh yeah, just in case. Yeah. So thank you so much, Trent. I will let you run. Much love, dude. You have thank- uh you have a great rest of your weekend, dude. Thank you, man. And everybody don't forget to smash that like button. Smash that like button, and we will see Trent tomorrow night over in that other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact for the uh, Sunday family dinner. The dinner. I'll make a cameo dinner. I told you I can't do too many of the dinners, but I'll make a quick cameo dinner tomorrow. But That's I'm going to do, I'm, I'm do a Patreon rant right now since I'm already in the car. I'm going to okay. do it right now. So if you're a Patreon member of TNI, go check that out. There you go. Head on over there real quick. <laughs> All right, Jay, I'll talk to you tomorrow, brother. Take care, man. Thanks, everybody in the chat, fam, Smash fam, TNI fam in the chat. See you guys later. Thank you very much. Thank you for everybody who ordered the show last night and, and bought.
AW United We Stand. We really appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Keep plugging it. Replays up. Plug it. Plug it. Plug it. This is a family business. You gotta get gotta help family businesses. So get get it out there. Get me a get me a t-shirt. You got it. <laughs> I'm wearing one right now. I'm still wearing it from yesterday. I didn't change. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Later, brother. Take Later. care. Take care, everybody. And that was Trent from TNI, Total Nonstop Impact. And also, as uh, as we mentioned earlier, he was on commentary at last night uh, at United We Stand. I mean, he's also, when he's not doing that, and he's only done that a few times when they had to, like, you know, fill in someone. Uh, but he really does have a great voice, which is why he is the anchor <clears throat> excuse me, of uh, TNI. But he helps produce a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Folks, if you have not seen the uh, the mini films that came out right before United We Stand, head on over to AAW Pro's YouTube. The last three ones that they uploaded, there's a woman's ones and a, a Freddie Ahai film and a Mance Warner film that was leading up to the weekend's film. And you can hear Trent's voice doing the uh, the interview stuff behind. You don't see him, but you can hear him. And he's helping uh, produce that. So, yeah, he does some great stuff in that company. And, of course, I'm biased as hell because I, I love the guy. So, um, but that's it for this one. Um Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Like we said, on our way out, you know what to do. You smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. All the links are in the description of the video, the buymeacoffee.com. You can tip one of your favorite podcasts if you like. You can tip whatever amount you want. Uh, you can sub on Twitch. You can gift subs. Uh there is uh, new merchandise in the merch, uh, merch shop. There is um, another sale coming up, <clears throat> a couple sales in July. I believe the next one, you know what? Hang on a second. A quick look it up here. Tips and tools. No, that's not it. I can't find it. But anyways, um, but thanks for everyone that did take advantage of the um, the sale recently, a uh, few few days ago, whatever that was, the, uh, July 2nd, that's what it was. I know what my sales are. Um, and uh, heard everyone got their shirts. They look great. In fact, my merch, it was supposed to come today. I was going to do a quick unboxing tonight, but I got the email this morning that my stuff is going to come Monday. So Monday night, I'll do the unboxing of my own my own merch. And I know everybody was like, well, why don't you have your own merch? It's, there's a thing about having your own merch and buying your own merch. And it's, it's, I don't know, it just it felt weird. You know, like I always, you know, promoted it, but I never had it. So this is my first merch that I'm really buying for myself. And I'm very proud to do that. So um, can't wait for that. I'll be showing that off Monday night right on here. Uh, like I said, tomorrow night for uh, the Patreons over on TNI, we'll be doing a Sunday family dinner. 
<clears throat> excuse me, um, we're, I don't know what we're all going to be talking about. You never know who's going to show up either. Trent said he's going to make a brief, a brief, because that's usually his family night with his family. So, um, says, are you talking about, <clears throat> Zach here says, are you talking about the picture in the Discord? <clears throat> um, I'm not sure what, what you're talking about. But anyways, um, I put a few up recently. So <clears throat> anything else? Um, I can't think of nothing else. I think that's it. Oh, Discord. Speaking of Discord, join the Discord. Uh, mine certainly is quieter than the TNI one. The T TNI one is blowing up. We're well over 100 people now. <clears throat> Some great chatters in there, and um, but like I said, the the volume of the Discord depends on you people. And I try to, I, I'm trying to get better at promoting my stuff and keeping that discussion going as well. But but anyways, you want you want a nice peaceful, no uh, you know no drama Discord. Join the Smashes Podcast Discord. Join the TNI Discord and um, hit me up on all the socials, the Facebox, the Twitter box, and the Instanec. And for your bone on the go, the audio portion of Smash This Podcast is on anchor.fm forward slash Smash This Podcast. Thanks for everyone who has been listening on audio, too. Those numbers are slowly growing uh, from what they did a year ago when I started the audio. And um, there is a support button. Like there's support stuff all over the place. Whatever you want to help help uh, support the brand. So many different ways. Um, there is a support button similar to the buyacoffee.com uh, button on the anchor.fm dashboard of Smash's podcast. So, uh, so many ways to help support. Uh, pick one. So, uh, much love, everyone. We'll see y'all guys tomorrow night on the family dinner, and then I'll be be uh, I'll be back Monday doing something. I'll do an unboxing of my merch to show it off, show how good it looks. I can't. I'm really excited to finally get some. Uh, I got a t-shirt. I got a t-shirt for the missus, and got a mug for myself, and that's just a start. So, um, and I don't know what we're gonna talk about. <clears throat> Maybe I'll do a jacked up jukebox Monday night because I've been um, building up some topics for that. That's coming back very, very soon. So so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but that's it for this one. Much love, everyone. We'll see y'all tomorrow night. And if you don't join us for the Sunday dinner, we'll see you Monday. Take care, folks. Much love. Good night.